Welcome to Talking Giants presented by SeatGeek. I'm your host, Bob Skinner, with my co-host, Justin Pennick. And it's our annual, fourth annual, by the way, 4th of July mailbag. So the fourth annual for the fourth. Um, we do this every year. So my, I always give this disclaimer. If you, if you only listen to us for Giants football, don't listen. We're not talking any Giants football. We're taking mailbag questions about anything, everything but Giants football. And we're always joined by Danny King on this. Uh, me and Danny King did the first 4th of July mailbag, uh, in 2019. And this year we're adding, um, a not so special guest and snacks. Agreed. You know, it's hurtful, but I get it and I understand it. I know my place. Uh, I know, I know everything that where I'm supposed to be and it shouldn't be here. So I'm doing you guys a favor. So it should be about 40 feet under the ground. Really? I've dug a hole before Justin. Yeah, I know. Metaphorically and physically. Hi, Danny King. How are you? I'm good. Glad to be here. If all you people, 4th of July, what a time to be alive right now. What's what's today? June 30th, June 30th. When we're recording, it's just a great time to be alive right now. Very excited for the 4th of July, even though I'm pretty miserable right now as a person because of the shirt I'm wearing in the nets right now. Um, which we can talk about the Nets because um, we don't have to talk about Giants football. And this is actually the perfect time to have snacks on to talk about the Nets because there's nothing that he can say that can annoy me or make me mad. Like there's nothing he can say that can annoy me or make me mad. There's other times where snacks does really annoy me and make me mad. And if you're in our like our group chat, like I get pissed. Um, yeah, you fire I'm, at me. It's good. I'm I'm dead. Like I, I'm dead. The Nets are going to trade Kevin Durant, also most likely Kyrie as well, and I'm just dead as a Nets fan. I I thought I'd have a chance at a title. I'm never gonna get. It's the only team that I just never will have a chance to win a title with. Yeah, and uh, see, see, my thing about this whole thing is, um, well, one, I win. Two, no, you don't. Mm, no, I, Justin, I win. No, you don't. Y- yeah, I do. However. I don't think it's over yet. Oh. We all saw the smoke and mirrors last week with cry or was it earlier this week? I don't even know. My days are getting mixed up. Cryery, he, he like wanted out and then he opts in. Is this all a ploy? A ploy for what? I have no idea, but it all, everything just came together just way too, too weirdly for me. And Ramona Shelbourne tweeted out something that was pretty interesting to me that I just read before coming on here that Kobe demanded out, wanted out, hated everybody, and then re-signed with the Lakers, won an MVP, and a finals MVP that same year. And that's the only thing that, at least in my lifetime, that has been comparable to this, was Kobe in 2007. They were a bad team, um, but Kobe had four years left on his deal, and he literally demanded his trade on live radio. Like, I Mm -hmm. remember how big of a deal that was. He wanted to go to the Clippers. Um, Right. And the Lakers said no. You know, uh, you know, and then they traded for Paul Gasol at the deadline, you know, later that, you know, um, you know, at once that season had got to start at the deadline. So that's the only thing comparable to this because Kevin, like, that's my thing is why are the, are the Nets not just saying no? You know, the Nets have been leaking that they're willing to do this, which is, that's the craziest thing to me. Like the, the Nets are willing to just throw away their only chance at a title. Like the, the Nets roster, um, the Nets roster right now, 
can compete for a title. Like they didn't have Joe Harris last year. They didn't have Ben Simmons. You know, for some reason they just traded a first round pick for Royce O'Neal, which is like, why are we trading our first round picks if we're about to tank? About to tank? (laughs) It just nothing makes sense right now, and it's so frustrating. To Shaquille. I'm just not even going to acknowledge that right now because I'm just so (laughs) heated at the Nets. Um, Like it's just tell him no. He's not like people. Like he's not one. He's not going to sit for four years. No. Okay. He's going to play. At the most, at maximum, he would sit for one year. And I would still rather have Kevin Durant sitting after for one year on the Nets for another three years and, like, just suck it up and just dig your heels in. Like, we're not going to trade you. And people bring up Ben Simmons. Well, one, Kevin Durant is unbelievably a better, like, much better player than Ben Simmons. Like, much better player. And Ben Simmons, they got James, the, the Sixers got James Harden back. I know they gave up some picks and uh, Seth Curry as well, who's, like, a, you know, a solid little piece. But literally just say no. Okay. You yeah. have Kyrie opted in. Like, just like Kyrie might be able to sit up, but just say no and fix this. Fire Sean Marks, fire Steve Nash and fix this. But the issue is we have the worst owner in sports right now in Joe Psy. Like, it's, it's a, this is Joe Psy who does not realize that, like, dude, you're not one NBA titles are extremely hard to come by, even if you are like a huge team. And the Nets aren't that. Okay. The Nets are not this huge market team. Like Kyrie came to the Nets because he's a Nets fan, you know, and and they had the spots for it. You know, there were other big teams out there that won Kevin Durant and Kyrie, you know, one namely being the New York Knicks. So that's the thing that's just so frustrating to me. And out of all of this, Joe Sy and Sean Marks, I hate the most. I hate them. I hate them the most. I will hate Kevin Durant, by the way, because he because he's demanding a trade. You know, the only person I'm not mad at is Kyrie Irving. Because you know what the issue with Kyrie Irving is right now between him and the Nets? That Kyrie Irving wants to be a Net for the next four years. He wants to sign and play with Kevin Durant and give the Nets their best chance to ever get a title and in their history and probably for the rest of my lifetime. That's their issue is that he wants to play for them. See, here's my one thing, though, Bobby. And I think from what I've read and listened to on SportsCenter before – with Woj and, and Windhorse, whatever they know, who knows. Um, Durant was was unhappy that they weren't, the Nets weren't willing to give uh, Kyrie a, 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 a max extension. Can, can you really blame the Nets for not wanting to do that, though? Like, yes, I know because now you're losing Kevin Durant. Okay, and but I understand that, but are you really going to, as an owner and, and a GM, are you going to financially afford this for – a guy that may just go off the cliff for three weeks when you have no idea what he's going to do. But let's talk about that with Kyrie, because Kyrie definitely not you know the ideal teammate. So this past year it was no, the he's va- a terrible teammate. The past year is the vaccine thing. Okay, that's gone. That's gone. And so the other incident, which by the way I was very annoyed at this incident, very annoyed, was the the season before last. When he just disappeared for two weeks. Mm-hmm. He disappeared. He didn't tell the team. He disappeared for two weeks. I was very aggravated with Kyrie at that. Very aggravated. But let's talk about that year. That year, they were on their path to not just winning a title, winning a title easily. They were up 2-0 on the Bucks, and Kyrie sprains his ankle. Kyrie sprains his ankle up to when they're up 2-0 versus the team that won the championship in six games. And not only up 2-0, they beat him by 50 points in game two. So... That they team, did. and that was without James Harden after trading some good players for James Harden. That was with James Harden out. So this team is, it's, 
it's a team that can win a title right now with the roster that it is. It's not a guarantee. It needs some tinkering and stuff, you know, and, and Ben Simmons, I, I actually, I have much, much less faith in Ben Simmons than I do Kyrie Irving. Like, I don't know. Like, that's like, I understand if, if Ben Simmons is playing, he can be an asset next to those two guys, but if, I don't trust Ben Simmons. Like, I, yeah, I, like, I would like to plays. trade Ben Simmons because I don't have any trust in Ben Simmons where I trust that Kyrie will at least show up and play when it matters the most. Okay. He wanted to play this last year. He didn't want to get the vaccine. And, and that's a different debate for a different day, not on this Talking Giants podcast. Yeah. But, and again, at the end of that, like everyone agreed that that rule was lunacy anyways. They had unvaccinated players playing. He was able to be on the freaking in the stands on court side, but not able to play. So he, Kyrie does want to play basketball. There's times where he does that two week stuff, but at the end of the day, I un- Kyrie can be, be a headache and not be a great teammate, but also him, Kevin Durant, and who else gives the Nets their best chance to ever win an NBA title? Bobby, you ever think not about the Lakers starting where a, we're going to reload every six, seven years. You ever, you ever think about starting to talk in Nets? I was just going to say, that was very good rant. That was, that was a great rant. The thing is, is, I don't have the stamina to do a talking Nets all year. It was It was a joke. <laughs> well, all right. So be- we'll- before before we get into the mailbag, I just want to reply to Bobby real quick, and I don't want to set him off. But however, no, 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 no. I'm I'm not gonna. I'm actually. I'm talking. I'm not. I'm taking my Nets hatred out of here. But you, in all likelihood, they trade. They trade Kyrie and KD. They're gonna get a really nice haul back. However, we're not gonna win a title though. You're not gonna win a title, and. Houston has our, all our picks, too. And that was my last thing, yes. Houston has all the Nets picks. That's the most frustrating thing, is we're going to be like a five seed next year with Devin Booker and whoever else, and I'm going to sit there like an asshole being freaking on pins and needles like it's, you know, we're playing the 76ers with D'Angelo Russell. And I, Devin and we Booker's win game. fun. I just don't. I just don't know. He's if a choke like, artist. You, what, you should have watched him in the playoffs this year. Oh yeah, but that I'm was busy. a fun night that we were all together, and then it's like, oh, what the what a Chris Paul, Devin Booker, and another player combined for like nine <laughs> they just, points. They just didn't show up. Rangers <laughs> won that night, though. They did. So it's just again, I'm, I've been a Nets fan my my whole life. Okay, the my worst sports memory. There's two. It's uh, the Red Sox coming back from three uh, down three zero. That's the second one. The worst one. It's Game Six of the 03 NBA Finals. The Nets are leading the, the whole game by eight, about between eight to twelve points, and then in the fourth quarter, with eight minutes left, the Spurs go on a 19-0 run, and the Spurs win an NBA championship mm-hmm. on Father's Day, and David Robinson retires a champion. That's, um, wow, that's really, and it's that's, just like that's that's, that's the best I'm. You know, the Nets will most likely never win a title in my lifetime. Well, all I will say to that, which it was a phenomenal rant. Um, but the only thing I'm going to say is uh, that's a shame. <laughs> and, and so obviously there's going to, you know, most of our audience is Knicks fans. And that's why I don't tweet about the Nets a ton. One, because I'm not a basketball excerpt. So I'm not adding a ton to the basketball conversation. I'm, just, I'm simply just being a fan. In the playoffs, I'm going to tweet a lot because that's, uh, that's, yeah, that's one, you know, I'm living and dying out. by that. Yeah. I'm not living and dying by the 67th game of the year versus the Bucks, even if it's a big Sunday matchup. Um. So obviously, but what can Knicks fans stop doing the we run New York thing? Like, <laughs> isn't that kind of pathetic at this point? Like we, we know you have the most fans. It's, it would be like, like the Giants if the Jets are like contending for a championship and be like, we run New York or, you know, Yankees and Mets. I just feel like it's, 
Yeah. At not, this uh, point, it's kind of pathetic. Like you guys are still like a hor like a, a horrible franchise, and probably never going to win a title in my lifetime either. Yes, and yeah, which is going to be longer than my lifetime. So I, I don't say that we run New York. I, the only thing that really pisses me off, and which makes all of today so funny, was Kevin Durant. It's not cool to be a Nick thing. And three years later, he want he doesn't want to play in Brooklyn. That's where the humor in all of this comes in for me. That's such a throwaway line. And the fact that you're running with it and you've why said is that, that a why million is that a times, but see, you've said but that see, a million times today, you are such a miserable, miserable person okay. that he, that is a throwaway line. And that is the thing uh, that you're okay, holding on to it's, it's, by saying that you win. But it's not a throwaway line for this reason. Because because you're a Knicks fan. No, it's not even that because he, it was not cool. The Knicks were the, the clear-cut favorites for a year. It's going to be Kyrie and KD to the Knicks. Right? According to who? According you. to everybody. It Bobby, was, am it I wrong a, on this? Am it I wrong on this? Everyone thought it, but it, it, just, it, it never was even close towards but I'm the, at saying the end. Every pundit, every single pundit was like, was like Kyrie and KD to the Knicks was like a done deal. Everything. <clears> so when they signed with Brooklyn – Every Knicks fan got shitted on. The Knicks organization got shitted on. Everything. That's all that happened. When they signed three years ago to this day, the Knicks and their fans got absolutely blasted, ridiculed, everything. Danny, correct me when I'm wrong. And then Kevin Durant, a year and a half ago, goes, well, it wasn't cool to be a Nick. Okay, so a year and a half it later. It wasn't. They sucked. But it's not. The they can't, they can't attract stars. They can't attract stars. Okay, it's I, it's I, not under, cool I, to be I, a I, under, I understand that, but the Nets were nothing special either. And a year and a half later, they're they're so uncool in a year and a half. But it's not about us being uncool. It's about us being a dysfunctional franchise. Like, that's the thing is they didn't join the Nets because it was cool. Like, they just like, hey, this is a good basketball situation for us. Well, maybe um, they should have read the tea leaves a little bit more. Maybe they should have actually got a head coach instead of getting Steve Nash. I agree. I agree. I think Steve Nash should have been fired the second the oh. season ended. I mean, yeah. I mean, I did. I thought so, Kenny Atkinson was a good coach. He was a phenomenal coach. Yeah, he's and the, I was pissed when the they reason, fired him. He's the reason that those two went there. Yeah, I agree. I'm, I was pissed they fired him. And, and again, Kyrie was out uh, for injury at that time. So I don't know how much they had involved with that, but I was not happy with with that firing. Um, and I was ex- actually excited for the Steve Nash hire at the time. And then once they actually started playing games, I'm like, oh, God, this guy's, not, coach? Yeah. this guy's not a good coach. And who wants yeah. to fucking wear orange? Black is cool. The Knicks were I actually like the Knicks uniforms better than the current Nets ones. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I, I, I like the orange. old, the New Jersey Nets logo stuff better. Than well, that. I see. I love the old, the old Nets logo because that's. I even have one of the, like the real, like with the actual state of New Jersey. In it. Yeah. That, and by the way, like... you're supposed to be Mr. New Jersey. Why are you not a New Jersey Nets Correct. fan? Correct. I've fraud? always wondered this. I'm not a Devil fan. <laughs> Tony Soprano was a New Jersey Nets you fan. You are New Jersey, and I'm, I'm not a Devil fan either. Exactly. They're like the Giants, like Strength they claim they point. play in New York, but they My, obviously they play in Jersey. You, you're you're missing New Jersey. If but there was a New York the... Jets and a New York uh, New Jersey Giants, he'd be a Jets fan. Oh, very funny. <laughs> my, my father's from the Bronx. I take his fandom. Sorry, I don't know what you want me to tell you. All right, All right why don't we uh, why don't we do some questions, huh? All right. <clears throat> yes, we got that out of the way. Um, so beautiful. let's take it away, Steve. All right, thanks, Steve from Blues Clues, Danny. Let's get into the mail. Wow. What a time to be alive. Give it Justin a break today. Justin deserves a break. Look at that. The original question asker uh, in Tony Jones history. And all all the butchering of names. We love it. First question comes from at DougieFresh86 underscore. Can't forget the underscore. Who would win an eating contest out of the four of you? and And will you make it happen next 4th of July? 
What is there we... another question with that? Mm-hmm. When it says parentheses together, Danny. Oh, uh, what food and beverage competition would you each enter? And then obviously, uh, which obviously which one of us would uh, win a 4th of July eating contest? You're well, still Dan, not reading Dan, the Dan, next Dan. question, Danny. Oh, so are you going to lemonade competition? There we go. That one threw me off right there. Um, Good start, Dan. So first I want to get out of the way that I'm not going to the lemonade contest because the guy got back to me like two weeks after I emailed him with like, hey, can can we do all that? So I'm, I'm not going. Um, and here's what I'll say about I'm actually really not happy with you. <clears throat> Well, it's here's, a once in a lifetime opportunity, and don't well, say, he, "Oh, I can do it." No, that's why. I, that's why I'm going to push back because I don't think it's a once in a like John Boy Media can very, very easily get us involved in that next year. Very easily, they yeah. those people look for you know the ML the MLE Major League Eating. They're looking for that stuff, um, you know, so we can very easily get involved in that next year. I'm so, I'm upset. I was really looking it, forward to you doing that. I, I, was, I was I wanted I was going to do it, but they they didn't respond until literally like four days ago. I'm not gonna book a whole trip. Yeah, flight tough, hotel tough. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's a little short notice. Yeah, it is short snacks. notice. But man, that would have been what. what and a it's moment. only like a minute of TV time for the lemonade. I'm not actually. It's not like I'm part of the hot dog. Like I don't get mm. announced or anything. They just do it. So. Just not. So Love that guy. The the question is who would win? I mean, I feel like it's maybe maybe I don't know how snacks puts puts down food, but I feel like it's between me and I'll, Justin, right? I'll be honest. I mean, like, I thought in my mind, I was thinking, like, what if Snacks is just like an animal and just like devours whatever's put in no, front Snacks of him? No, Snacks says Ajita. He can't do it. Well, Never it, mind. Dep- it depends on the food. We doing hot dogs? Yeah, let's just say hot dogs for this. Yeah, I'm not going to win holiday. hot dogs. I get heartburn after like seven. Yeah, you get Ajita. Yep. <laughs> okay, so we'll take. You get big time Ajita. Yeah, I do. And Justin, I think you're out of the equation because you haven't eaten real food in like a year and a half. No, that's so. false. So I've lost oh. weight. And I've traveled, done some things, blah, 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 cheated off the diet, having, haven't gained any weight back, but I have untapped. There's like a demon that has been unleashed inside of me since I have lost this weight. I have access like this pit in my stomach where when I get going, you better fucking like look out. Like it, it's, it's dangerous how much that well, I've that's the bad thing eating. about a strict diet is when you get off of it, it's like you yeah. come back with a vengeance. But I haven't so. gained, I haven't gained anything back, but there have been times- that's there have been times where it's just like, holy shit, how am I still going? Yeah. Oh, so I'm geez. confident. I, you know what? I, honestly, I was going to say Bobby because I watched him house Pizza Hut in Alabama. But <laughs> we were drunk for that. <laughs> maybe if, maybe yeah. if we're drunk because it's like I, I, like I, I told the story on the podcast before. Like they made our O-line in high school do a hot dog contest. And I was just like, I can't do this. This is disgusting. Um. So I could I could see Justin just like no I'm gonna like just getting so into the competition they're like no I'm gonna win this like I'm gonna shove hot dogs down yeah. in my throat his, his and his reasoning too his reasoning just kind of sold me I'm I'm going Justin and I'm assuming that you have to eat the bun too and you have to dip yeah. it in the water and you got no you don't have to up. dip in the water that's the, see no, that's no, why dude that's the that. that's, that's I, just so vile that's so disgusting so vile. I'm still picking myself but I think. uh you know, I'd have to keep, you know, be, I'd have to look out of the corner of my eye and make sure it's Justin wasn't Eating with on pace me. is something that I have trouble doing. But I can, if you we're can talking about excess. stamina, yeah, stamina, okay. like I can okay. do that. So See, what, I what, eat fast. Or you eat, all right, so Bobby would probably win. Like, I was like, leaning Bobby. In a, in a short-term race, but if we're talking about like a tortoise and, and the hare situation, then maybe I would get it. 
Like if we're setting a goal of a hundred hot of like that's a lot. It would we're be setting a, a goal battle. of fifty it, of fifty hot be, dogs. It'd be a yeah, good battle to set up next yeah. year. Maybe well, that's something we can do. It's not because the like the racing isn't fun, but it could be like the first one too. Yeah, this ra- racing is dangerous. I don't yeah, like, like timed. That's the reason why I haven't done the milk challenge. And like, for, uh, <laughs> you need to do the milk challenge. <laughs> you do by need the to way. do the milk challenge. Shout out Curtis Ryder. I actually t- uh, tweeted at him a couple of day- a few days ago. About yeah, let's that. let's forget that. No, we can we never don't. forget that. We Justin forget. has to chug a gallon of milk. It's literally in writing. It's dangerous. It's actually dangerous. If you should have said that you would do it. If you hit I didn't a million, know what it was. If you hit a, if you hit a hundred k on YouTube, you have to do the milk challenge. Oh yeah! All right, I'll, I'll hold my breath. All right, Dan, oh, what we got? Happen. Next question comes from Sal from Upstate. Where from Upstate? Who knows? Uh, NYG fan 005. I should have uh, specified that all four of us have been on the podcast. Oh, I just realized couple, I, some I of these the, are just like Bobby Justin questions. Yeah, that's what I was getting a look. I just uh, the question, Sal. That was the dude who had the lemonade uh, competition part. So that's my bad. Uh, Jesse, good old Jesse at Jesse Chimino under, at Jesse P underscore Chimino asked, which of you would be uh, which would be less of a competition, Justin versus Bobby at the bowling alley, or Bobby versus Justin one on one in basketball? Bonus round, Bobby versus Justin at le- Lemonade Chugging. So, I want to bring this up. Me and Justin did Papa Shot in Charlotte. I watched that video back. I didn't know you were you fling the ball like this, and that's like a way to win Papa Shot. Yeah, I wasn't like you don't like shoot it like like you're playing basketball. No, you just you just fling it. Well, I was see, I was embarrassed because I was like, I'm a, I know a better shooter than Justin, and Justin beat me in this Papa Shot. And then I watched the video. I was like, oh, you're not even shooting a basketball. You're like. Fix, you're playing the system. I'm not, and I wasn't flinging it like like this. I was legit shooting it, but it's a motion. And Papa Shop, you have to pick up, go, pick up, go. It's about efficiency in Papa Shop. I had a 50-point game right after that. Um, of course, yeah, so when the cameras here, are off. Here will be – well, it's true. I think I actually took a picture of it too. Um, Tough. Here's the question I have. So you've been bowling a lot, Justin. This will be the answer to the question. Mm-hmm. What's been like your worst like just individual game score – like over the last two months, um, I've had some I've had some bad games. So like in the one fifties. Okay, so then I that it means me because my best score is probably like a one eighty. So we can yeah. get on the right time, and there's no way I'm letting you beat me in basketball. Yeah, because there there are times where if you I go on like not, a Bobby. random if well, you go on like a random weekend, I'm a, better, I'm a better baller. But if you go on like a random weekend for bowling, um, like you can get like bad lanes, and then I'm fucked. And then basically, if you're a straight-handed thrower, it doesn't matter what the lanes are like. So you can ke- you can get me on a bad day. But basketball, yeah, no, uh, I, I can't get a shot over unless I can, unless I'm agile and I can run around you. But no. My brother's like, like, he can play some decent basketball, and there's times where he'll challenge me a little bit, and then it's like, all right, just turn on the defense, hit a couple points with the post, and I just win every single time when we play one-on-one. Justin, I actually want to bring up basketball real quick. You know how we tried to shoot free throws in the wind? Yes. It was brutal. Double double rim. The rim itself was awful. Double rim. So I had my my buddy's bachelor party last weekend, Mm -hmm. and I will confirm with you, I will make sure I text my friend, and screenshot it to you so you could see. I want you to guess how many free throws I hit in a row. Eleven. It's not a bad guess. You 14. were you were you were pretty 14. solid even with the double rim. Fourteen. Yeah. Fourteen in a row. There you go. Get the the fifteenth one, Bobby. I, it's like automatic. What's your usual shooting percentage from the free throw line? I would probably out of ten. I'm guaranteed seven out of ten minutes. Yeah, I was about to say six, sixty, seventy. Yeah, minimum. So I'm like a 65, 70% yeah. like for steady. 
Um, I'll usually, I haven't played I'll basketball in a while. Go, I have to get I'll back usually, into it. Yeah, I'll usually go eight and nine, but minimum seven. I don't. I, I won't go under seven. Free throws. If you actually practice free throws, there's really no excuse to not make. Them. It's it's like, automatic. NBA players not making free thing. throws to me is insane. Do, do you don't even really thing. need to shoot it. You really just kind of got to push it. You it's just got to push it. Pop a shot. With a it's nice the spin. same thing. Yep, it really <laughs> is. That's the only thing it I was really good is. at when I played basketball. Justin, and now I got a place around by me. When you come down here, I got a spot. You'll see. Oof. Bowling too. You got a bowling alley down there. I don't want to talk about bowling. Okay. <laughs> But so wait, the bonus round though, uh, I, I think Bobby would win the lemonade chugging contest. Yeah, I do yes. too. Yeah, yeah I'm, not, I'm not a beer chug. chugging contest and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, wait, Justin, you played high school bowling, right? Because that right? yeah, I'm a state champ. Yeah, yeah. You that, played high school bowling? No, Danny, you bowled in high school. Okay, like, right, leave I, him alone. There's no bowling. He's in out. college. You should know there's this a, shit. No, bro. It, what it is it? A bowling it's not, game? It's not hard a to get bowling match? What is it? Um. Right. I mean, bowl, uh, like how I just say it now, it's league. You know, you bowl, you bowl in league. Um, I don't even say like Sorry, match your game. Um, it's weird. I just bowl, bowling. Man, that's just a you just bowl. Yeah, I mean, it's just a, it's my, my my high school never had that. It feels like we didn't have all the cool sports. Next question we got uh, comes from Greg at Greg C nine. I'm gonna get it right this time with the together part. Uh, he has probably answered a lot before, but how did you and Justin and how did you and Justin connect to get Talk of Giants going? And then uh, Shawnee Smiles at Shawnee FK asks, could you give a brief history of the show? How did you guys come together, get going, et cetera? Yeah, so what we did was <laughs> uh, – just... I thought Justin... you were going to give us the show. I didn't realize that Snacks was one of our earliest listeners of Talking Giants. Snacks has one of the first ever stickers of Talking like Giants. The first ever that one crazy. where it's, it's not – it doesn't. It's not a good sticker. Like it's literally like talk. It's it's pushed all the way to the logo. It's small. It's rectangle, and Snacks has one of those. We only gave out like forty of those to still, people. Still on my dresser, and I, and I I I gotta find it somewhere. But I still have your handwritten letter, and I I, I remember pissing my pants reading it. it yeah, oh yeah, fun. the first stickers funny. we ever gave out, and we yeah. gave them out for free, not Patreon or anything. Just gave them out. I lo- I wrote a hand letter written note. Like to each one, like, and they were very corny messages, like, you know, don't give these, don't, you know, let the FBI test this note yeah. for fingerprints. It's very funny. Stuff like that. Um, Hold like on, you know what? Stuff. I'm going to, I'm going to go get a quick picture of it. You get, you talk about the origins. I'm going to go get a picture of it. Um, so uh, I guess it seems like these two guys don't know, and a lot of people know. The show started with myself and Danny King. Um, and Danny, what was the name of the podcast before it was Talking Giants? It was a good old Giants Nation. Good Giants Nation, the Giants Nation, Nation podcast. podcast. So if you yeah. listen to the first episode, it's just me and Danny for five minutes kind of introducing what the show is going to be about. So I'll give the I'll, – I'll try and keep it short. I was doing a show called Simple Man Radio, which was just like talking about sports, interview-based uh, with my friend Zach and a couple other friends. Was doing that, working really hard at it, but it was just like not getting any listeners. And then so I realized that like, hey, to do, to gain any traction, you got to like pick one team and talk about it. So we were with this company called Wegren who, you know, they didn't pay us or anything, but they were just kind of like a sponsor of the show uh, or whatever. And they were trying to grow their New York stuff. So they had a Giants Nation Twitter page. So I always, I wanted to start a jump, but I was like, I couldn't find anyone reliable. And then uh, the Giants Nation Twitter page started popping off. And I'm like, who's running the Giants Nation Twitter page? And it ended up being Danny King. Um, and then I was like, Hey, do you want to do a, a podcast? Giants nation podcast. 
that ended up happening. Um, oh, there's the sticker. You got to say something for people to see. No, no, it. no, no. He, no, everybody can see it because I'm showing all it. four. Yeah, look at it. It's uh, a sticker. Can you? Oh, what the fuck is that? I have it on this laptop, but you can't. I can't show you the back of my laptop ah. right now. Dustin, you want me to send it? Yeah, it's it's literally it's like it's no, we saw perfect. It. You got it right. It's yeah. like perfectly fit on the. <laughs> I, I I can't even take it off now. It's been it's been so many years now. Yeah, it's it's it's. Uh, I only have one, and it's on my laptop. Um, so we started Giants Nation podcast, and I had met, I had Jake on the show just randomly, like not because I was a fan of theirs or anything. Like I wasn't a fan of theirs. Like it was when the Yankees were playing the Red Sox in the post. Like I want to have a Yankees uh, show on the Simple Man Radio, and. uh so I, I messaged, I just looked up Yankees, you know, podcast and it was Bronx pinstripes, which is by the way, the bigger one at the time and talking Yanks. I messaged both and I was hoping for Bronx pinstripes to message back. They didn't talking Yanks did. Um, and John boy made Jake go on instead of himself. And we just kind of kept a connection. And then I pitched them, uh, a couple, a few months later of creating talking giants and it, it it started growing. Uh, Daniel Jones being drafted helped out a lot um, because we we were really the only people like talking like breaking down Daniel Jones instead of just giving hot takes. So me and Danny were really consistent. Like put out a lot of content, grew it, and then Danny was going to college. Justin was doing his own thing, and then um, we made the switch to Justin. And I know Justin can probably give his side of the story on a little bit. Yeah, I actually was a fan of John Boy and Jake. I started Bleeding Blue, the show that I did in 20... I started in 2018. Uh, Talking Giants started up in 2019. Um, did it with David Powis. It originally was also a Yankee show. Um, if you saw the Yes Network, and if you saw the the Talking Yanks clip that got like a couple hundred thousand views of John Boy in uh, October of 2018, That's talking right. exactly Congrats Congrats about your, like uh... the... Yeah, like manifesting the the Yes Network thing about doing the alternate telecast. He talked about that when on Bleeding Blue, um, and it lo and behold, it kind of it kind of came true. So it's kind of wild that you know I started because of them, and um, I don't think I was just given the you know the the spot at you know the at Talking Giants. I kind of felt like I I earned it. Bleeding Blue was was successful. Um, I actually think our numbers were quite comparable, Bobby. When it comes to talking Giants and bleeding blue, blue throughout the 2019 season, it was your first season. It was it was our second season, uh, David and I. But we had a good show with the good community of people, and then uh, you know, kind of just pursued an opportunity. Figured that hey, John Boy Media is growing, it's expanding. I think I can actually do this on a full time basis. So I took that kind of chance, and then lo and behold, here we are. Where the Make fuck did work. snacks come from? Snacks actually <laughs> left a uh, so I I was I'm very nervous I was very nervous to do a mailbag episode because I didn't want to not get questions so the way that I phrased it is we the Giants for regular season ticket holders did a town hall where John Mara Dave Guttelman and some other people were Pat Shermer I think they were there doing a town hall for regular season ticket holders so then we did a bleeding blue town hall Snacks DM'd a question. Um, then lo and behold, I click on his profile, see that he's a part of a fantasy football brand that is quite popular. And then I just figured it would be a pretty good professional thing for me to do to stay connected with snacks. Then lo and behold, he's just a really cool guy. I have him on bleeding blue. We stay connected. He's a psychopath. I love him. We become 
some of the like snacks is one of my best friends in the entire Amen. world so um that's how snacks and i connected he just listened to bleeding blue he left a question dm'd me a question and then we just stayed in touch yeah it's it's funny uh i i that was i never really listened to podcasts either and i was on one like i, I just didn't care um so i was searching out a giants one and bobby as you know i was listening to talking giants and then i justin came aboard and abort why would i say abort danny abort saw it on timeline i'm like oh this is good and then i i I listened to a couple episodes and then i saw like send in your questions and that was like peak angry snacks i was very very angry about (laughs) really hated you at that time by the way you were like one of the most annoying people fall i hate oh without a doubt yeah no I (laughs) i i mean i still am i the one thing you can give me is I'm consistent. But, um, you just annoy me with the Nets and Knicks now. The Giants stuff to, or Yankee stuff doesn't annoy me at all. Well, the Yankee stuff, because I think we're, we're in lockstep on the Yankees. But anyway, um, and I, I, I think I DM Justin. Justin, correct me if I'm wrong. It was like a paragraph. Yeah, it was, it was long, man. It was a long <laughs> was question. A long... And I think you were going at you were going at John Mara. You were going, going at, at John Mara and Jerry Some Reese. things never yes. change. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, some things don't change. <laughs> and... Uh, and then Justin like DMs me back. He's like, happy on the show. And our first show, I remember um, I was doing it from, from my room. and We had such bad technical difficulties. Oh, my God. Oh my God. <laughs> we were both like uh, pixelated and colored and everything was like. Yeah, you're going to see it on the. We have a, a best of moment show coming out on Tuesday. And for those YouTube watchers, you're going to see the days where I had a laptop that survived a house fire. <laughs> And my camera is just so, so bad. Cause that's like before we like moved to YouTube or I was able to not afford, but ab- before I really like fully invested in like a camera or a good computer, stuff like that. So it was really bad. It was, it was absolutely hysterical. And then, you know, we talked off, we talked off air for a while and just became good friends. That's right. When was the, when was the first time? Sorry, Danny, Bobby, when was the first time we hung out? What was the, was it? I can imagine it was towards the summer or the fall of of 2019, because we we tailgated my, together. Yes, you're right, and Justin is the reason why me and my ex girlfriend broke yeah, up. Yeah, you you had a long term relationship, and uh, I am I am the reason why you broke up. Correct. Yeah, yeah. we'll tell what that story on the final episode of Bleeding Blue. Yeah, uh, for, the of for the off oh, season. Yeah. For the I off season. Like, I was like, wait, is this breaking news? Well, for the off season. I actually listened to that first time you were on Bleeding Blue. I talking about like fantasy that. football snacks. Um, the only thing I remember was you talking about like one of your guys' punishments for losing was like doing karaoke or not karaoke stand up or something like that. The, oh, yes. the loser did. Yeah. Uh, so so the loser had to uh, they had to go up in New York City stand up like comedic bar and read off the jokes that the rest of the league writes. Oh, okay, so that's what it was. <laughs> They're like the worst jokes in the world, <laughs> and some of these people like these stand up stand-up comedians in new york city think they're gonna make it big and then you have some asshole that goes up and is reading like the most ridiculous jokes in the world it was hysterical nobody laughed except our little table it was just so funny um Um, me and danny i mean danny i think danny danny you did like a a show on a like on a cruise at one point that was probably one of my favorite things in the middle of the ocean cruise that's the show on a cruise Like, we didn't miss an episode. Well, because like, I we... think that was the week Golden Tate got suspended. 
I can't I, even remember. I, I, no, I was on the cruise, and there's the rumor that Golda Tate was going to get suspended for PEDs. And I was like, well, and then Corey Coleman tore his ACL on that thing in that same few day period. So I was like, well, damn, well, I guess we have to do it. But yeah, there was always, I think maybe like one show was missed, and it was like the week that Josina Anderson and like Landon Collins thing came out of like yeah. early February. Me and Danny didn't miss a, a beat. Like we went hard, like, you know, the three days a week, like the schedule you know now was started by me and Danny when we were getting like 300 downloads an episode, you know, in, in the middle of July. Um, so those, those are fun times. I, I, some of my funnest like memories on talking giants for 2019, because part of it was like, no one listened to us. So me and Danny could just fuck around a little bit. <laughs> and it does, it's like, you know, we didn't have to be super like, you know, precise and like, um, what's the word, um, intentional with our takes. Um, so it was fun. Danny, I'm putting the weird in New York, uh, podcast on our best of on Tuesday. I was still one of the funniest ones, especially with the whole Janoris Jenkins situation. Janoris Jenkins, your giant factor got suspended like, <laughs> uh, like 20, less than 24 hours later for uh, whatever he did. That was the, the weird in New York was just a legendary episode. I also, I'm also a huge fan of Bobby's video. Um, the Mr. Jones music video when Bobby puts his face on it. Yeah. That was my pin comp. Yeah, I remember for when a while me, that was your pin tweet. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, I always said it was going to be until Jones won a Super Bowl, and then when the Joe Judge video happened, I pinned it. And then right now, what is it? Andrew Thomas. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, Andrew. Th- that's as just it, a, as, as it should be. Yeah, as now it's just be. like I, like when people see on my page, I want them to be like, oh, I can. This actually guy's actually a real deal with the Giants. Um, but yeah, we uh, like. Like our first draft, the draft previews me and Danny did, we literally just picked random names and just watched them. Like we probably like in our draft preview, we probably hit like 80 guys. I think like 25 of them ended up being UDFAs because we literally just picked random <laughs> names. Uh, so if you look at our, if you listen to our first mock draft, like, like four of our, like four or five of our picks are like, uh, like ended up going undrafted. And it was like fourth round. Uh, Tevon Coney, linebacker out of Notre Dame. It's like, hey, that guy never played a down in the NFL. He, he, he's, he's an accountant in North Carolina. He's- yeah. <laughs> and we were like tweeting out, I was like, this dude's going to be a real deal linebacker. And like, Tev, you know, the, the player would retweet it. Um, <laughs> with, with, with his 700 followers to like your guys 700 followers yeah, I remember yeah. even though I don't think because we didn't talk about but in that preseason Josiah Tuefa I had like the entire university of like where UTSA I don't Texas know where San they San Antonio Josiah Texas San Antonio they, 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 they were uh, they, they were my brand in 2019 mm. that was a Josiah Tuefa you were a, a UTSA Stan account I'm a, I'm a UTSA Stan account didn't I, I, Will Hernandez like come from UTSA no, he came from UTEP. UTEP. Yeah, UTEP. That's it. That's right. That's right. Danny All King, right. before you read the next question, can you read an ad, please? Oh, I mean, God, it wasn't me. If, if you want me to read an ad, I can't. Because guess what? It's time to step up the play with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. New customers can bet just $5. Once again, did you, did you hear that? It was $5. And, and on any game, and get $150 in free bets, no matter what, win or lose. You looking to turn a small bet into a big payday this season with DraftKings same game parlays? You could do just that. If you're a baseball, uh, you like betting on baseball, you could do all their parlays on it. Take every Mets thing. That that's my advice. You would do Mets. Mm. However, this Saturday, let's quick little UFC thing. I threw together a quick free pick parlay. Bang bang, twenty bucks. I threw it together. Uh, first main event, Israel Adesanya defeats Jared Cannonier. Uh, he's minus four fifty. I'm taking that every day of the week because Izzy is one of the greatest mixed martial artists right now. 
co-main Max Holloway versus Alexander Volkanovsky for the featherweight championship. I'm taking the underdog Max Holloway of plus 165 because he lost his last fight in controversial style. That's why they're running it back a third time. So give me Max Holloway in the rematch. And I chose a random prelim. I love Donald Cowboy Cerrone. He's versus Jim Miller, or he's fighting against Jim Miller, I should say, because, you know, I don't want to get snacks on that. So I took Donald Cowboy Cerrone at plus 165. I put down 25 bucks. I can win 214 if it comes to fruition. And it will, because why would it come to fruition? So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code JOHNBOY. New customers can make any $5 MLB bet and get $150 in free bets, no matter what. That's promo code JOHNBOY. It's JOHNBOY, people. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Major League Baseball. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See notes for details. MLB trademarks used with permission. If you are someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counselor, or You don't need service. to read that. I don't need to read that. Then we don't read need to read that. It's all done. <laughs> It's red. Red seems important. No, I have to copy just, that. J- just my hair, Danny. Just my just, hair. Just look at Snack. Just nine with it. Get, call Indiana or look at Snack's hair, and it might help your Deanna. Legendary Indiana. One eight hundred nine. Oh, Indiana. Who's Deanna? I was gonna say she's single. <laughs> Princess Deanna. All right. Next question, Danny. The next question, also, oh yeah, just take the Mets win in the World Series. By the way, I just had to add that part. Uh, next question comes Justin, from Patch. Clip that. <laughs> Justin, clip that. I swear to God, clip it. Okay, you can next, clip it. Just screen record it. Next question comes from Patrick McKinsey at Patty underscore Mac underscore Pat, underscore Patty Mac. He asked, "Would you rather only be able to eat hot dogs?" By the way, Snacks found this question confused at first. Would you rather only be able to eat hot dogs, but all drinks are on the table? Or be able to eat anything you want, but all drinks taste like hot dogs, even water. I mean, I know I'm. I guess I'll say first off, yeah, you I, go first. Danny. I got. I bought 150 hot dogs today for my work. I look like an absolute weirdo mm-hmm. walking out with glizzies. Twenty with 24 pack of glizzies, but I made it work. Also, I would be. I would only eat hot dogs, but be able to drink whatever I want because I cannot imagine like water just tastes like hot dog water or like my Sprite Zero tasting like hot dog that's water. heinous i have a question do we all agree with danny yeah 100 percent. yeah yes yeah well here's the thing it's hot dog drink tasting drinks would be suck hot dogs well it wouldn't be awesome to eat them every day they're still good yeah, like I, good. I even looked it up i did research on this question mustard's last stand they have 45 different types of hot dogs um like you can even add a, you know it's not just a plain hot dog so that's cheese. an easy answer stuff with cheese like cheese stuffed brats oh Oh, and hot dogs, I love cheese on a dog. Love it is good. It a is good. A cheese dog, unbelievable. My I, one fear is though, is that if like I, I am only in hot dogs for the rest of my life, some like asshole is going to tell me exactly what hot dogs are made out of, and I will just probably pass away right then and there. You know, no, I, 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 I think just eating hot dogs every day might kill you. And <laughs> my yeah, but like the question is, what's it made out of? I don't want to know. Well, it's funny. Joey Chestnut eats eats enough hot dogs on the Fourth of July that we probably will all year. That is true. Oh, is that yeah, like, he eats more than me, probably. Yeah, I'm very excited for the contest. Next, do you watch the hot dog contest every year? Because you, you're not on the show every year. Are you kidding me? I love the hot dog eating Me too. I, mean, I, mean, I love it. It is so electric, and I know what's going to happen, and yet I still get excited. And so fascinated by it. Can, can we make this clear, though? Last year, ESPN messed up the broadcast. We were not able to watch 
like a good chunk of that hot dog eating contest because yeah, yeah. like the cameras or something. Yeah, they ESPN, totally screwed it, it up. If you screw it up again this year, that that might be grounds for like Dan, losing Dan, your contract. Danny King's warning to the world. That's my warning, ESPN. If you hear this, it's a don't spectacle. mess up the hot dog eating contest. It's one one year I will be a part of that somehow. Um, it was almost this year, but one. Year I, I hope so. My my friend Larry, I, you know what? I'm I'm not gonna pull it up right away. But my friend Larry went to. Uh, he went to Coney Island. Justin, you probably met Larry. Sure. And um, he went to Coney Island on his own at like, I don't know, eight in the morning. He got like a seat, but not a seat. He was standing and the camera like shined over him and he was going nuts. And like it was, he was on ESPN and his face was like, <sighs> and Larry's like the big hot dog guy in our, in our friend group and in our big busy guy, huh? It was his, it was hysterical, and we saw him on TV. Like we all recorded it and went back, took a picture. Um, I'll send that in, but it was, it was so funny. Good for Larry. I do Good feel fun. like it would also be like imagine just like moments before Bobby goes to take the stage for the hot dog eating contest. Like you guys record a live show like somewhere in Coney Island, and then Bobby just goes straight to the hot dog eating contest to go. Up I mean, forget the show. Imagine the just the adrenaline that you oh, have, adrenaline to have to compete oh, in that. Oh yeah. Well, I, I will say this, too. Big Cat from Barstool did it when – I mean, yes, Barstool was big, but they weren't what Barstool was now. Coney Island, it is a – to native New York, the Giants. Bobby, I think you can get into that contest. I think it would be kind of easy if we were you just if we just tried as a company to do it. Exactly. And got somebody else involved. You know, get like That's Jake or saying, somebody else right. involved as well. I think like it would be kind of easy. Yep. Next year. Yep. Let's make it happen next year. It's what the world needs. Uh, next question comes from Kevin Donahue at Kevin PD Donahue. He asked, what's it like to pursue a sports media as a career? Does it take the pleasure out of what you took an interest in for fun? I'm in healthcare. Go ahead. <laughs> um, so if we weren't doing like talking giants where we like, we get to be fans still, um, even though we try to, you know, be co- as correct as possible. Um, but we do still get to be fans, so we get to enjoy. So I will say, it actually has made me more inv- well. Definitely made me more inv- like the the thing is the highs are much higher, and the lows are much lower right now for me, as a, as a Giants fan. Um, the parts where it has kind of you know some of the fandom has suffered, I will say, is that it's less shit talking. You know, like I'm not I, like I can't just go and just be like Giants. You know, no matter what, like I know. can't have a casual sports conversation. I, I can't. I, I was at a, I was at a barbecue like a couple weeks ago, and somebody was like, "What do you think? What do you think of Daniel Jones?" And I I my brain I had a I had a mental conniption where I it was like I had a stroke. I couldn't say a sentence about what I thought about Daniel Jones. And I eventually told the people because they were asking me these questions. I'm like, I can't have a casual sports conversation. I I just can't. You gotta because- fix that. You gotta be able to relate to other people that aren't as. You just gotta like kind of. I know this sounds mean, but kind of talk on their level. Like my my buddies who are you know fans, like they know. Like I'm not sitting there talking about like cover four. And like I'm just you just talk about like if they ask me about Daniel Jones, I'm like man, they've screwed him in every way possible. But it's at this point, it doesn't matter. Like unless he totally balls out, it's it's time to move. Yeah, like, I mean it, we 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 get to that point. We get to that point. But uh, you know, really, what I thought of, I can I kind of change this question into not what it's like to work in sports media, but like, I think people ask advice all the time. I recently wrote a DM 
that I think was perfect. And oh. I kind of want to I want to revisit some of those notes. Uh, I need to hear it. Do it for the right reasons. Don't just do it to like make money or like, oh, I, I want to get a job in something. Do it because you want to build a community of people. So that is something that is never going to change, whether it's 10 or whether it's 10,000 people. It's like building a community of people um, very much like like the reaction that we got to that Andrew Thomas interview. And even before the interview came out, like the picture of us in the van, like everybody reacting to that having a community of people that you can celebrate things together, whether it's positive for the football team, the Giants, or whether it's positive for like ourselves, celebrating those things together is so, so awesome. And that's why I do this. Um, consistency. Yeah, that's that's just a whole, you know, publishing things. But come up with coming up with the plan. That is the thing that is very different now that this is a career is that I'm like my role with John Boy Media and Talking Giants and the football stuff is I'm very much like the plans person and working on like executing actual like getting content out and producing content, editing content, getting, you know, making sure these events happen. So plans, planning everything, nothing just happens and it just rolls out and it just happens. Like everything is planned to a T, communicating with sales team, communicating with this person. That's the thing that really feels like work is just planning and then executing all of these things that happen. Um, like that Andrew Thomas interview doesn't just happen. Like there's a whole bunch of other steps that need to happen for it to actually go down. So I thought he, I thought he just showed up in the van. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the van just shows up. The camera yeah, just pops up. Uh, the microphones he, he are just situated. Two dudes, Danny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, that's what yeah. makes it really like different. Um, some of the things that so I didn't have to do this, but if I were doing Talking Giants like the last three years of Eli, that would have broken me as a fan because it's Eli is I love Eli. Um. Oh, I ripped him in 2018. I it would have broken. I me. realized my yeah. guy forever. Like that would have sucked for me. Um, and the other time that it gets annoying is like, so some of our most diehard listeners are diehard Giants fans, and they're from day ones. You know, so like for someone to listen to me and Danny at the very beginning, they had to be a diehard fan. They love the Giants with all their heart. So those are some of our most loyal's, but also at it can be annoying. Like when Logan Ryan got cut. Joe Shane's new, so Joe Shane could do no wrong. I knew as soon as we said all that stuff, like, I don't agree with this at all. I still don't 100%, 100% disagree with it. But it's like, it's going to be annoying when people are like, you got to trust, you got to trust. It's like, nope, this, I know we're still fans, but this is our job. Stop telling me to just trust. Like, we yeah. can say we don't like it. So that, that might be the thing that, um, gets on me the most. I hated like, it even last year when everybody was just coming out and being critical of the team. And there were certain oh man, I'm getting very specific here. Uh oh. There are what certain else is new? there are certain people who it was like surprising to hear, oh, you're critical of the team? Wow. So like it's it's easy to hate the Giants when they're bad, and it's also very easy to love the Giants when everything is new with Joe Shane and it seems like they're moving in the right direction. So it even bothered me last year when it when it was so easy to hate the Giants, where it's like, wow, that's such a really great point. It's like, nah, well, they're bad, and they deserve any and all kind of hate that they get. Where the hell did Snacks go? Yeah, where did Snacks go? Snacks, oh, you still here? He's still there. He's oh, there doing, you are. He's just doing it. No, I mean, like, when I did talk to Giants in 20, 2019, took me a second to remember the year there, 
I, I like I felt I had to be more professional just because like if you're trying to like start a show on the team, you want to kind of like make it seem like you're serious. And now since I'm just I do it, I you know I'm a weatherman. I'm able to still have fun with it on like my social media. Everyone knows that like I can still be like a full time fan. Like you guys are too, obviously. Well, even like, like you run the Talking Giants account, yeah. and it's like you can't tweet out your full thoughts all the time. Yeah, because like I, I you just could I, say fire whoever. Um, like that was like one that was like the maybe like the only real like thing I ever like got aggravated with Danny was is like who did I say the fire? I probably said you said like fire Pat Shermer in like week eight or week nine. I've, oh god, and I was like, yeah, doing? I'm actually not at that Shermer. point of view. So now everyone thinks I'm that. That was like the only time I've ever gotten mad at Danny in my entire life was that. That's right. Whew. That tad ties, but I like I'm just interested to see like because obviously I'm trying to do sports media as a career. Like, wh- what's it going to be like when like I'm trying to when I'm doing it as like a full time job, and like then I got to really take like the fandom out of it, depending on like God forbid, like I mean I already I've already screwed myself if I would never work in the market of Philadelphia for all the heinous things I've said about that city in my scumbag shirt. But like like how could I like be like a Phil Eagles B writer? after all the this hatred I had towards that team, I would have to completely change the way I watch not only them, but like the entire game. So it will be interesting to see like once I enter that market full time, how my persona of watching sports changes. But I don't really think it matters what team you're covering, whether you like them, whether you don't. I mean, being genuine and being authentic is what gets is what gets people to follow you, what gets people to subscribe and then keep coming back. And when you lose that genuine and that that genuinity, that's not a word, and then authenticity, when you lose that, that's when you get in a funky, funky kind of kind of territory. So like Snacks, like Snacks is unapologetically himself. And I think people absolutely love that. And also absolutely and hate, hate it. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, next it. question. I will say, I imagine uh, my bosses at the my school newspaper probably will not like will not link my Twitter to their official website because they're like his Twitter account is complete jokes. I know you have. I I was going to look at your profile the other day, and it's like there's two. I was like, is there a fake Danny Bur- King account? And it's like, no. It's like you're. Oh, but I, here's I the difference though. But I, here's the difference. Here's the difference, and here's what's something that. A lot of people I, – I would love to have, like, a show where we can just, like, talk about, like, the behind-the-scenes business stuff, but I, I'm not qualified enough to talk about it. But the difference between what you do, Danny, and then a lot of probably, like, you, you know, people that you go to school with, you have more followers. Like you, you – when you say, I'm doing something, I'm part of something, can you support it? There are going to be people that are going to support it and going to check it out. And that is the difference between you because you've built a community of people that got a like you, that follow you. You have a platform. But it's not just a platform, but it's a platform of people that like what we do and that will support you. That it's like, hey, I'm doing this. I need this to be done. Can my community come with me? They will. And yeah. that's the difference between like being professional and then just being authentically yourself. Yeah, that's why I love my two thousand followers. Two thousand sixty-seven. If be Danny ever gets right big, now. I'm just gonna take him down with the picture of him with the Iraq <laughs> background. Um, <laughs> next, next. I, when I tell you I logged onto a Zoom one day with that background, I was actually like flustered. I was like, "Oh my, how do I explain this?" Uh, next question comes from Jack Salzoni. Jack Salzoni, Sal- Salizoni, whoever at Jack Salizoni. Wow, no one's going to take that ad. He asked if you could have a sit-down interview with one member of the Giants' new staff and drink with them on the Fourth of July. Who would each of you pick, 
and what are you guys drinking? Before we ask, I feel like a lot of people is think is uh, Wink Martindale a popular one? Yes. It was so, it, Danny. You're saying Wink Martindale. I Snaps, you're saying Wink Martindale. I'm saying Wink Martindale. <laughs> Justin, you're gonna say like Andre Patterson. He could teach me life lessons. <laughs> yeah. I I think the consensus here is Wink and uh, a lot of beer. Yeah. I thought about Dave. So I was gonna say I was thinking about Dave. I was like everyone else is gonna say Dave. So I'll say no, Wink. No, Bob. When I said we're gonna have the same one, Danny, I I didn't even realize. It's Wink. That, it's that's Wink. the that's the He's only such a guy. It's the only guy that is employed by the New York Giants right now. Not the only guy, but the number one guy that I would want to sit down in a bar and just pick his brain. It his, would be Andre Patterson for me. His name is Wink. <laughs> I knew it. See, I know you so well. <laughs> you know who I wouldn't want to sit down with? Joe Mike Kafka, shut up about you're oh, going to start NF. talking about NFTs. Bro, I do if, not want to sit down with him. If he says, bro, look at my uh, – I would get up and leave. I'm like, no. bro, you're, you, you, you're so – Do not want to sit down I'm, with I'm Mike out, Kafka. I'm, I'm out on Joe Shane too. I think he's way too much of a nerd. No, I love him because I'm a, I'm a goober I, I, too. So. I, I love that too. Yeah, for you. Mm-hmm. I ain't I ain't listening to that, that nerdalytic shit all night. So I will say the other person yeah. I was considering was actually uh, – And Joe Shane oh. definitely seems like the – he just he may not like portray it, but he's just like I'm way smarter than everybody here. Oh, without a doubt, that and kind of like that snobbiness. I do that. Also, he's also definitely a lightweight. He's got two beers in him. He's not going to shut up. So and there's act there's two. I one I I, I would have considered Brandon Brown since uh I, I feel like one. he looks like, like a cool dude, and yeah. I would have I like talked the Brandon to him. Brown one. The other one was actually people might think this is really stupid, but I w- I would talk to Ke- I want to sit down with Kevin Ayers and be like how annoying actually was Chris Mara. Well, he's not. With. He's not with the. Oh, That's I news. I guess it's yeah. yeah, I would. I. We'll, we'll talk about that when we come back from our break because it's. I, I didn't want to mix it. Yeah, Chris Mara um, commenting on Twitter. It's real. It's gonna be what, ugly for them. What's uh? So I knew. I knew Justin was gonna say Andre Patterson because we did a. We did a like in 2020. We did a like who's your your quarantine crew? Bardotes was one. And of you them. were like Bardotes. He's a lawyer. He's a lawyer. And mine was like. <laughs> Brandon Jacobs, we're gonna whoop some dudes' asses. That's that proved true. I was like DeAndre Baker. Me and him would just get along. And then like a week later, he was arrested. Um, you also said plaques. Plaques oh. and no, I don't. Th- no, I said Shockey, not plaques. Oh, okay. And then Daniel Jones. I was like, because I don't want to be the whitest guy in the room. <laughs> Bart Oates, Orleans Darqua. Who else just, did I say? Like absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, it's just horrible. Yeah, so <laughs> mine was mine so was bad. OC. Yeah, mine was Jacob Shockey, DeAndre Baker, and Daniel Jones. I want to interview Shockey kind of bad. I I had that thought uh, yesterday, actually. I love Shockey, but I just feel like he might be a horrible interview. Because I feel just, like Shockey would be extremely. He's boring. lost brain cells, man. Like he <laughs> concussions really did fuck him but up. But I mean, I'll, I think we need to. If we I, really, if we really want to continue to go for like the outlandish, outrageous wild off the wall interviews then shockey would be that guy i mean shockey was my favorite player as a kid so i, I would definitely love to but we should ask him political questions yeah no, oh, that's oh. a good idea yeah Dude, oh no no that'd be steve weatherford if i went down him, to shockey oh that's true yeah steve to, weatherford steve steve would be an that man that man's crazy He's off his rocker Actually, i don't see that stuff I, i've seen shockey man you forget some of the shit he said back in the day like his, like Bill Parcells, like he's just like, yeah, I think he's gay. Like that's, yes, why, that's like, what I'm talking. About. That's returning shocking. Like, like, like New, New York Giants legend Bill Parcells, and he's like, yeah, he's gay. Um, just crazy stuff. All right, next question. 
Uh, next question comes from uh, Hans Warmat or Zo at Alexander at no sorry at Alex Lorenzo CT. Uh, he says he hopes this doesn't count as a Giants question, and it doesn't. Uh, if they played baseball, sorry, if we played baseball, what would be our like walkout song? So you're going up to the plate. What would be your walkout song? I can already tell you right now. For me, it'd be Dua Lipa, Levitating, featuring the baby. Wow. See, I don't even know what that song sounds like, so I can't shit on you, even though I really want to shit on you for some it's reason. It's a great song. It's, it's I play that all the time up at school. I'm going to listen to it later and retroactively shit on you. <laughs> what about you, Justin? Um, That Don't Impress Me what? Much by Shania Come on, yeah, that can't be like, a walkout what? song. Yes, it is. That's not a walkout song. Because <laughs> it's either we're talking about my performance at the plate or we're talking about the pitcher. That Don't Impress Me Much. Snack, save this. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to say that you're going to hate this, Bobby, but I'm I'm literally coming out to Kurt Angle's theme song. Bump, 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 that actually, no, that's bump, actually a good one. Um, yeah, I, everyone chanting "You suck" at snacks as exactly. he walks up to the plate. That's people, actually a good one. You took the God damn it, Danny! You took the words right out of my mouth. The whole the whole crowd chanting "You suck," and that fuels you. Yeah. So, sorry I didn't save it, Bobby, but I would walk out to Kurt Angle's theme song. It's kind of. It's, I don't know Kurt Angle's theme song to be honest. Ah, uh, well, if you, if you knew Kurt Angle and you knew the theme song, I think you would actually appreciate it. Wow, out of all these songs, you know Shania Twain. Wow. <laughs> okay. Well. I mean, that song was a hit back in the day. Everyone knows that song. But to walk out to it. Yeah, you can't walk out to it. Yeah. Mine would be uh, Paper Planes by M.I.A. Okay. Just you got that, the gunshots. All I want to do is take your money. Like that's that. I mean, that's my that is my one. walkout song for like Giants games now. Like when I'm getting ready to watch the Giants game, MIA Paper Planes is, is before playing. we recorded our our, our draft draft. That's what you played. Yeah, it gets me pumped up. And I mean, uh, it's about taking people. It's about robbing people, shooting people. Like it's a great song. Mark Hanna, the Mets left fielder, that's actually his walk-up song, his paper planes. Really? Oh, that's good. Yeah, he's a loser. That's good. No, he's good. I kind of like him, though. Definitely better than who's John Carlos Stanton, your left fielder? Ugh. Oh, yeah. Uh, What's his name again? I'm going to tweet at him. Mark Hanna. At Mark. C-A-H-N-A. No, it's C- he might be he- Jerry Callow, C-A-L-L-O. <laughs> Knows he, that it might also be Big League Foodie because he's a big food guy. He always goes around and reviews. Uh, What's his Twitter at? Can, I, I'm, I'm, I'm losing my mind here. It might, it might look up Big League Foodie. It might actually be Big League Foodie. Big League Foodie. Not showing up. Somebody big. with the Twitter name Tony Soprano just followed me. Oh, it's out, out of the park, Mark. The Yankees suck. Now we, yeah, tell me something I don't know. Yeah, the, today ends in a Y. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really not funny, Danny. It's not I mean, showing up. Out of the park, Mark. Justin, when do I get to read my head? He blocked you. Yeah, you want to read it now, Snacks, now that Bobby's looking for this? Yeah, sure. read your head. Sure. Is everybody ready? We good? Oh, I'm ready. Let's All go. Right. I'm going to read it right now. Talk to me about SeatGeek. I will talk to you about SeatGeek, Justin, because today's episode is sponsored by SeatGeek. <gasps> Live events are back, which means you can get... $20 off tickets at SeatGeek with the promo code GIANTS, all caps, G-I-A-N-T-S. Snacks, can I ask you something? What? Um, preseason oh, no. games are pretty cheap to go to, right? Now, there's only oh. one. But, I mean, there's also the, the Giants-Jets home game, too, so you can go to that one. You could, theoretically. So, those However, tickets are cheap. So, if you use the promo code GIANTS, 
you can almost get your tickets for free, right? You can essentially go to a preseason game for free, Justin. That's right. And that, meet up with us. That is another good point. And why wouldn't you want to do that? However, if you don't know what SeatGeek is, they're a ticketing app that makes buying tickets super simple. We've got the app right on your phone, right here. That's where the app is. Whether it's football, concerts, basketball, baseball, festivals, or more, SeatGeek puts from all over the web in one place to make buying simple, Danny King. SeatGeek rates every ticket from 0 to 10. Make sure you are getting a good deal. Green means good. Red means bad. Except my hair, because my hair means very good. Looks great today, by the way. It does look good. The big red. Thank you very much. Every ticket on SeatGeek is backed by their buyer guarantee. So you can shop for tickets with confidence. Confidence that Eli Manning had in two Super Bowls in 2007 and 11. Read that play action. That play action was good. Don't worry, though. We've got the hookup. Use the code GIANTS, G-I-A-N-T-S, for $20 off tickets at SeatGeek. That's $20 off your first purchase with the promo code GIANTS, G-I-A-N-T-S. Make sure you click the link in the description to download the app. Thank you, Snacks. I will say, I I did use SeatGeek to get uh, John Mulaney tickets for the stand-up show he did at MSG. Who is John Mulaney? Are you kidding me? I don't know who that is either. He just got out of rehab. I I saw him right as he got out of rehab. I'm glad he got out of rehab. And then he went on a comedy tour. So funny. That's That's awesome. He's awesome. good. He's, he has a Netflix special. Give me another question, King. Uh, next question. If it's somebody that Justin and Dan, ju- you know what? Maybe me and Snacks need to give this guy a chance. But you I, do. John Mulaney's actually jokes. Very he? good. Me and Penkin saw Sebastian, uh, uh, whatever his name is. Maniscolo. I'm not a huge stand-up guy, even though there is Neither some stand-up I. moments. Neither am I. Like. But I tell you, this, this Sebastian guy was hysterical. I will give him that. It's because he was he's Italian. Italian. Forget about all right. Next question. Next question two come from Oh, now see is it Isa? Isa? Isa Isa Cortez. Cortez. Wow, that was that was a butcher right there. As you can choose only one draft day or fourth of July and why. She has happy fourth of July when you read this. And also Breck Jones at Breck Jones underscore asks. Each rank your top three holidays first. I said, happy 4th of July. I'll go, I'll, I'll go first if you guys don't mind. If we're going to combine. Let's all go see our, our, our one because we actually get this question. So you can go first. What's your first number one holiday? 4th of July. Hmm. Mine is 4th of July as well, too. Yeah, I know. It's definitely yeah. my favorite holiday. Yeah. I mean, from it's, by it's far. the summer. You get to go to the beach, fireworks, the hot dog contest. Everything. Um, you know, it's not like a... You can hang out. You can do it with your friends, or you can do it with your family. You could do it with both. Like you, yep. it's literally you get to spend it with whoever you want. Yep. Um, you know, Speak. it's 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 def it's by far my favorite holiday of the year. Uh, for me, it's Thanksgiving. Good One, point. I like to get fat. Two, football. Even though Thanksgiving this year is officially ruined because the Giants play. Oh. Uh. But yeah, Thanksgiving, it's just it's just what a holiday. And I know Bobby's favorite holiday comes right afterwards. Uh, so it's just a great time of the year, in my opinion. Food, yeah, family, I, and football, right? Exactly. That's it. I think I'm Thanksgiving and then 4th of July. 
So Fourth yeah. of July is your number two. Yeah, Thanksgiving's right, so, my number two. So what's your number two, Danny? Hmm. Don't do. Yeah, that. you know. No, I mean it. it would, I was stuck between it, but think about it. Fourth of July probably is number two because then just going to the beach, just like the fun around the holiday uh, around that day, is also is uh is very fun. Even though Fourth of July is also weird because it's my mom's birthday. So like, ooh, brutal. Yeah. So it. So it's like. Yeah, I got two. I got to celebrate America's birthday, and also got to celebrate my mother's birthday. My number two is draft day. Oh, and, and I'm holiday. not trying to do that. Be like, oh, I love football so much. The draft, but it really is like there's so much work goes into it. Like, I love draft day. Um, you know, so uh, draft day is my number two. I and then my number three is Thanksgiving. I, I like Thanksgiving. Like, I mean, food, family, football. Um, I, I, um. I you know I enjoy my family's company. Uh, you get to watch the Lions every year. Like I, I'm one of the people who said you leave, leave the Lions on Thanksgiving. Do not change it. No, Stop. Take them off. It, it's a tradition like no other. It really is. It's no, like the it's, Masters. It's, it's, it's beautiful thing to watch the Lions lose every single year on Thanksgiving. Now it's got a, Lions fans probably don't even want on Thanksgiving. Like do you think about it? How every Lions like fan their Thanksgiving fucking sucks around four o'clock every year. Do you think it really sucks because their season's already over? They don't care. They just want to go watch and then they go home and eat. But I don't know. They're, they're just... always the twelve o'clock game, so it's like, like I wish the Giants played at either twelve or eight on Thanksgiving because then I can get over it before dinner, or then I can deal with it after. dinner. Are we dinner. really playing Dallas? I, I, you know what? Yeah. I, I know we are. The year we lost to the Redskins was really miserable. The week before Eli got benched. Yeah, that was so. That was a miserable. Oh, I that was. Uh, yeah. I and then you're around this. family who was like, you know, actually, I actually didn't even spend Thanksgiving with my family that year. I spent it with some friends, and they were just shit talking me. And I'm, I'm already like, considering calling out sick for Thanksgiving just because I don't think I could physically watch the Giants. Well, it doesn't matter. I clip it. Giants win on Thanksgiving. My third favorite holiday, Memorial Day. You get a whole weekend, and it's the week before. Oh, no, that never mind. Memorial Day is definitely a good one. What's your number three, uh, Justin and Danny? Can I cop out? It's not a cop out. Can I count the first home game of the Giants every year? Can I that like count? that. I like that. I don't I'll, hate it. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. All right, then that's mine. First home game the Giants have every year. If, if So my third is not it, – it's more just I just love, like, the time of that year. I don't give, like it, – it's Christmas. I just love being able to chill out, watch basketball. Now we can watch football on Christmas, which is like a beautiful time to be alive, in my opinion. But I just like the the feeling of that time, and also because I'm on break. And why wouldn't I? Not we got enjoy a fucking game break? on Christmas Eve too. We do. I wish yeah. it was on Xmas. I wish it could. I, I wish it was on Christmas. Day. I hate. I hate. I hate Christmas. So I wish everyone. I wish the Giants could ruin it forever. I wish everyone's Christmas could be ruined. Yeah, ours is gonna be ruined. Also, I will say, if I had to choose between uh, draft day or Fourth of July, it's draft day. Uh, Did you pick Fourth of July second? I mean, you can only choose one. It just says draft draft day or Fourth oh, of July, okay. and so I feel I'll, like if I had to well, choose I'll between the two, July. oh, I'll pick a draft day. Go ahead, take whatever. All right, yeah. next Spidip. next question. Next question comes from. Austin Lanetta at Austin. Oh, I Anetta, my apologies. Austin I I think Anetta. Danny's gotten every name wrong, which is a beautiful No, thing. I got Breck Jones correct. Sir. I let, 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 let I got Breck Jones. All right, that was the easy one. Uh he has Mount Rushmore talking Giants villains. This is a fun one. So we gotta work we gotta brainstorm this one. This one, I actually you would think there's a lot, 
It's kind of hard. And it's and it's like, I feel like, so would Jason Garrett count as one? Or is that cheating? That's uh, I don't think Jason Garrett. No, he'd count. I don't know what I'm saying. Like, I don't know if like Giants players or coaches can count because it's like, it's kind of e- like who are like direct villains of talking Giants. If, not if, you're, Giants. if you're choosing a coach, it's Columbo. I'm going to make something very clear. Or Dumbo Columbo. Jason Garrett. Jason Garrett, from a business sense, hurt us tremendously last year. Yeah, but that's so. Let's okay. Let's pick one of the two: Jason Garrett or Mark Colombo. I feel like we should go Mark Colombo. Colombo, just because we're like threatening to beat the sh- like we we're every day. I'm tweeting at him that he's a pussy, and Brandon, and we're gonna get him the shit beat out of him. I disagree, but fine. Uh, I'll I'll allow it. Well, Danny, J- Jason Garrett or Mark Colombo? Oh, Colombo. This, I mean, it's just All like right, so Colombo. I feel like that. I feel like there's two other obvious ones. At least, well. One, There's definitely like one obvious one in my mind. It's, the it's, second one might not be as obvious. And one, it's just it's been uh, since day one. Like, yeah, it's day been one. an integral enemy, and that's Giant Insider. Giant Insider. Right? Yeah. Like I don't even hate those guys to be that's, honest, but that's they the are clear number one. Yeah. yeah. Like it's just been from day one. It's been like they hate, they don't like us. We don't like them. They blocked me out of just association with Bobby at that point. <laughs> they, they blocked me because they they blocked me. I remember what you because, said. Uh, no, it was 2020. No fans in the stands, and all Giants fans were happy that we beat the beat the Redskins or whatever whatever Commanders. they're called now. Yeah, they're Washington yeah. football and, team that year, and they tweeted out something like, "Don't be happy about this win, boy." And I quote tweeted, "I was like, we can't be happy about this win. We don't win often. Why can't we be happy to block me?" So. I disagreed with uh, a take that they had about Eli Manning because Eli Manning <laughs> was really bad, and they were like, "Oh, Eli was good," and I'm like, "No, he's not." What year was this? 2018, I'm guessing. 2018, they blocked me. So I, I have it earlier. Oh, you've been, you've I, I've been, been blocked for a while. I've been blocked, blocked by Giant Insider for four years. Wow. Yeah, they blocked me before we were even doing Talking Giants. Um, Can I? We, we can't say the last one, right? Who's the last one? It's the last one. So we got two more right now. Who, who was the other obvious one you had in your head, uh, Danny? I thought it was called Pizzle. I thought about that, but I don't know. Is he really? Yeah, he's more just his own thing. Yeah, he's just like he's just a shit. He he shit talks every like everyone out of jealousy. So it's like that's one of the best videos that anybody's ever put out. It's Danny's video impersonating him. (laughs) Oh yeah, the the WWE with the belt and the and the and the sunglasses. What is the wording of the question? Villain or or what is Uh, it? Who's your all time most hated? Oh wait, no wait. Oh, uh, Mount Rushmore talking giants villains. Villains. Um, let's let's put that in in our back pocket because we maybe mm-hmm. so these are the some of the names I put out there. I kind of hate Jeff Swartz. Like, and you're gonna hear about me rant on him on the best of part. I think he just kind of sucks. Like, That's one, he sucked one. as a giant and as an analyst. He's really annoying and he's just very like stuck up. Like his his podcast name is literally Jeff Swartz is smarter than you. That's 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 a name I had. <laughs> I mean, I do not like Jeff Schwartz, but that's actually kind of like a jokes of a podcast name. I I can't lie. I can't, I hate it, but it's like. But I do other, think that's a good shout for one of the villains. Or, the other one I had was maybe blogging the boys who started the like I'm gonna kill every Cowboys fan thing. The SB Nation Dallas Cowboys page, um, and then I have just PFF dickheads. Can PFF be one? I mean, I feel like PFF has been a long-running thing. I'll talk to Giants to disrespect 
Now, like, I know Justin likes PFF. No, well, the ultimate finesse that I pulled off in 2019 was writing an article about... I thought you were uh, about to say you wrote for PFF. P- no, PF, I, I did a response to PFF's take on the how the Giants should draft Tua after the, you know, for the 2020 draft. And my ultimate finesse is 75% of the article, I'm like complimenting, I'm saying that PFF, they do good work. Here's why I disagree with what Sam Munson says, blah, 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 blah. Last 25% of the article, when everybody's clicked off, PFF is lazy. This is not a take that's foundation that's that's like in in roots of analytics and numbers and the good data that they put out. It was a very, very lazy thing to say. Sam Munson retweets it. He re- <laughs> they he were saying Golden Tate was more valuable than Miles Garrett. Like they were going off. He retweeted a a an article where I called him lazy and I called him out. So that is the ultimate finesse by me. And it was he retweeted it because he was lazy and didn't read the whole and thing. And he didn't read the yeah. whole thing. Yes. Um so we're we're adding PFF. So the fourth one, so I kind of don't want to put Copizzle on there, to be no, honest. No, uh, yeah, don't, but it's, I we don't really have it. like who are our other villains. No, there there was a moment where uh uh, I, will, I will always, content. I will always love the moment. <laughs> oh, Alex Wilson. Well, I didn't want to say it, but I, I always, <laughs> I always say the same before. Damn, like are we allowed to say? Dude, Not honestly, Alex. I d- didn't even think about it. That's an easy Alex, Alex Wilson. But the also, there was a, I, one of my favorite moments ever is how Nate Solder's not a bad left tackle before the Lexi before the t- Solder. I actually thought about that. Yeah. Oh, that that. Remember him, actually. and he left for parlor. I remember Lex, wait, Lexi did, Solder went actually? at Danny King and me uh, and on me. separate occasions. I wait, think. wait, wait! Nate Solder like left Twitter. No, 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 no! I'm talking about Vince Rapasorti. Oh, oh, I thought oh. Lexi Solder. <laughs> I forgot about that. No, guy. I'm talking about Vince Rapasorti. How he said that because of Nate Solder's pass block uh, win rate, that he is not a bad left tackle, and that he was actually up there with Tyrone Smith after the 2019 season, and how the Giants don't necessarily need a left tackle. And Bobby and I were both like, "You can fucking just eat shit like that." <laughs> I actually didn't hate him, but my. It was like, such a I, bad take. Well, it's it was. just one we saw that to proof, but it was it wasn't that we disagreed. It was that like, well, I'm using analytics. I'm using pass block win rate when pass so, block win when the creator of so those it's like, metrics. You're just, it's like you're they, just no, emotional. let me finish this. The, the creators of those metrics literally said these are not like good, perfect metrics. I was like reading like what they're about. And I'm like, usually when that's a line in what this is about, it's not that great. Don't rely on it. All right, so Giant Insider, Mark Colombo, PFF, and Alex Wilson. I do remember uh, Lexi Solder did follow. Uh, it's probably the same for all of us, at least maybe not Snacks. She did follow uh, at least me. I know Bobby. He follow, he was, she was like the first like family yeah. member to follow us and, and then immediately like, called easily, us fake news. Probably like a week later, we I talked. One of us, we all just talked shit about Nate Solder and his ungodly ability to block uh, a snail. I congratulated Nate Solder winning the winning the the right tackle job this past year, and I shaved my head. And she was like, oh, she pulled. No, like you a- had a tweet from Patriots camp, and it's like Nate Solder is actually looking pretty good, which is like the best oh, yeah, compliment Nate Solder has gotten in three years. <laughs> years. And she quote tweets it like all snarky, like actually, actually? like this guy's been playing the NFL for you know so and so years, and you guys are surprised. It's like, well, guess what? He fucking sucks. And Von Miller made him look like. Like he didn't belong on an NFL field because he snacks didn't. wasn't wasn't Nate Solder actually like not bad during Patriots I was, camp. I was actually I was just actually just gonna stick. I up was like, holy shit! He, he he did not look that bad. It's like June on and he actually looked like one of the better Giants on the field because they all looked awful. They were it was bad. Yeah, it was it bad. Was terrible. 
We should have known right then and there. Well, yeah. I did. But. You, you, well, you do. Well, also the crazy thing in the 2019, I think it was, or at least 2020, I like I talk of Giants was like pushing Nate Soldier to be like win something with the Walter Payton Man of the Year. We were on his side trying to get him that award. Well, yeah, yeah. I've always spoke word. highly he, of him as a person. It's just, oh, a person, yeah. He's an and unbelievable I do, like, I, person. Yeah. I've broken down thinking about like what he goes through with his kid. It's just awful. At yeah. the end of the day, you're a really bad football player Did he sign and anyone? making a lot of money. Or is he no. good? <laughs> Uh, next question comes from a, a legendary Talk Giants listener, Chris Mickle at the Grizzly Bear. He asks, in the spirit of the greatest hits episode, what moment for the pod has been your favorite? Bonus question: Who does Snacks want to fight more, Tiki Barber or the legend Tim Coffee? Snacks, right. you can answer that question first. Yeah, I'm going to answer this real quick, and then I'm, I'm going to take this phone call because uh, I think it might be important. Um, <laughs> do not speaker. Well, it's my father, so. Put it on speaker. I don't know why he's calling this late. He's going to ask you, you have something to eat? Well, probably. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, I don't think it's a secret. I hate that quitting scumbag Tiki Barber and his family, both his wife and his father-in-law. I'd rather fight Tim. Agreed. I want want Tim dead. (laughs) I, I want to... I want to bury him. Um, I, bare hands too. Yeah. I don't. I, I I've looked at him. I've I finally seen a picture of him. I've seen the video of him when you guys were in North Carolina. Doesn't intimidate me. I think he's a pussy. Sorry. Get it. That's it. I want Tim dead, and I'm going to fight him. Whether it's next week, next month, two months down the line. Me and Tim will fight, and we will find out who the better man is. With your bare fucking hands too, right? Bare hands. Leave and your I'm, machete at home. Nope, my machete's done. My gun's gone. It, everything. It's gone. I don't really. We have, have a gun. gun. I, no, I, I, I knew you had a gun. machete. We both have machetes. We've. I don't, we've know, shown I don't each have other. a gun. I'm just trying to strike the fear into Tim's eyes. Okay. Because we've I know shown each scared. other our machetes I, before. We have shown this, each other our machetes. Can we make this happen in Park? I know. I know. I know. Tim is petrified of me. That's why he talks such a big game. I know it because when I beat the ever living piss out of Tim and he's compulsing on the floor, he knows that it's me. That's taking over his family. I'm going to take his wife, his kids, everything. Tim is the man I want to fight, and Tim is dead. I will kill Tim without a shadow of a doubt. He has all – he thinks, oh, he's bigger than me. Yes, he is. Everybody's bigger than me. What he doesn't have, Danny, is ruthless aggression. I will kill him. I will kill him. Tim is dead. Dead. This has to Don't be you... the undercard for Mark Colombo versus Brandon Jacobs. Can we Parker. make this happen in parking lot G at FanFest? I think that's what that event needs even more. Good. Bring it, Tim. You heard you heard it. Bring it, Tim. Look at me right in the fucking eye, Tim. Look at his unibrow. You think I fuck around? Come here, Tim. I will fuck you up, Tim. All right. You, don't you have to take a phone call? Yeah, I'll be right back. All right. <laughs> What was the first uh, question, by the way? Can I answer that or no? Uh, I can't greatest, even remember. What, what, what moment for the pod has been your favorite? Like a greatest hit moment. Oh. I don't know. I got to think about that one. <laughs> I, will, I will say for me, it's it's Glenda Jones. That phone call. That's showing up on the Tuesday Best of Pod. I, I, I love that. This the this Daniel Jones' grandmother called. Um, The easy answer would be the Andrew Thomas interview because that was in person. He's the best player on the Giants, kind of, or at least close to it. At least, um, I, I I think that I think being ranked as a top ten uh, football podcast 
after the draft was a big deal, Justin? That's what I that's what I was gonna say. Like that's actually a moment where I sat back and I was like, whoa. Like it's it's that was a very, very cool moment being a top ten show on the podcast charts um out of the entire country. And also having, you know, our YouTube crowd, you know, doing as as well as that's doing too. So um that was a very, very cool moment. Okay, then then if we had if if I think it was serious, it'll probably be then the episode right after Daniel Jones no, right after Daniel uh the Giants won in Tampa. Just that was like a fun. just like how exciting that was. Daniel Jones first game, dude balled out. You win the, the Super Bowl. It that was felt like the most that, fun moment in talking Giants history for sure. I mean, like you guys will probably have that episode within like the next well, I mean definitely this year but like when the Giants are actually good again which might be when I'm dead uh but I mean the next uh, thing the next best thing will be a playoff win because oh, yeah. even if we do draft another QB and I love him like I'm not going to be as invested in him as I was Daniel Jones the the only thing that's going to ever beat that will be a playoff win yeah yeah I, I'm going to share a moment that I haven't shared on the podcast because the old coaching staff is gone so this wasn't like a public moment but at FanFest last year, and this was like the best I've ever felt about talking Giants, some of the assistant coaches um, recognized me, which was like, okay, that's cool. They're like, hey, Bobby Skinner. And when I talked to them, and they also were like, I watch your shit. You know what you're talking about. It's good. That was probably my coolest personal moment for talking Giants, but it wasn't like out there in the public. But I was, bu- I mean, I was like buzzing for after that. Like I was walking around, like skipping around after like Giants assistant coaches were telling me they, they not only knew us, but like liked us. And, and, and when he said knew what you're talking about, it's like, okay, that's kind of cool since we're kind of self starters. Um, that was cool. I imagine having that. All right. Next question. Next question comes from all things giants at giants things. He asked, who's your all time most hated sports player slash villain in any sport. Justin, you, you look like your thing. I'm going to send the Bobby first. I have mine. Justin, oh, Justin, never mind yours. Let, let me go first. I got to sing happy birthday on FaceTime with my aunt. Uh, I'll tell you. It's, uh, Tiki. it's Tiki Barber. And without shadow of a doubt, second is LeBron Blames. So. There. I want Easy. you back for my answer. So, Justin and Danny, you guys go next. Uh, Justin. Uh, Deshaun Jackson. That, so is there anyone like close or was it is it just like he's he played for their team he's really good he uh, killed well, his well no i mean i i i've had some bad days in my life my parents have gotten divorced my house has burned down um i consider that day to be the day that i have questioned my life the most out of like why is why is this happening like oh what was me that was the day in 2010 so Danny, nobody comes close. That, that that day changed men, changed men and women, changed. Children. It that did. Changed, it it that... really it really scarred me because I I went from dancing, and the fucked up thing is that my father like knew it was gonna happen. My father was like emotionless the entire game. I'm dancing, thinking we're gonna go to the playoffs. Giants kicking the shit out of this good Eagles team, and it's a home game too. And my father is just emotionless. He's like that fat lady has not sung yet. She has not sung yet. And even with seven minutes left in the fourth quarter, he was emotionless. They come back, and I and that that's like what if my father was shocked too, then it's like, oh, I'm like in solidarity with you. Like, no, like I was a happy kid, and he knew it was happening, and it was fucked up. He, he he's been trained. My least favorite player. I, I was at the, at that game in 2015, like Justin. 
I despise Josh Norman. Mm, that stunt there. he pulled on the field with the base. He didn't bring out the baseball bat, but the whole way he was playing that game, acted like he was all tough and on Odell's level, which he was. He was some no-name corner that popped up that year. Done nothing since, might I add. That was the one thing Dave Gellman did right, was not giving him that deal. And just the way Odell caught that touchdown over him, stepped over him, uh, fantastic stuff. 2016, when he was with Washington and tried to like be Odell's worst enemy, couldn't keep up with him that year either. Josh Norman has done nothing since that 2015 season. I, I oh, The anger, anytime I see him, I just refuse to root for any team that he's on, which is unfortunate because he was on the Buffalo Bills last year. Oh, and I, true, and you have to circle like, the wagons. I do have to circle the wagons. That game was one of the best games, best oh, football easily. games that I've ever been to, that 2015 against the Panthers. Like it was, it was from start to finish, it was such a fun game. And the thing is, is that, from section 315, Danny, I know you're down a little bit lower. I wasn't seeing any of this. I didn't know that these things were happening with Josh Norman. I just saw Odell being Odell. So I saw a really cool game, and the Giants were down 35-7 to in the fourth quarter. They tied the game. They tied the game. It would have been one of the best comebacks in NFL history if they won. So I, I that Not game only tied still... the game. They tied the game with an Odell right over Josh Norman. It was and then literally just steps over him like right. that was that game was just so intense in the Panthers I, I watched that, that clip. Year. I watched that clip every once in a while. That, I mean that was I mean Odell just lost his fucking mind in that game. And it was uh and man. that was his best year too. Like like every I actually I remember like he just every game he, Odell was just going off every single game. There was no weeks off. Two things I remember also he the, he got suspended the next game and it ended our playoff hopes against the Vikings on Sunday night football. That was but that. The, that was the and, next week, right? And, and, yeah, yeah, and the next week. And the one thing that also like Justin Deshaun uh Jackson thing scars me. One play that always scars me to this day is the first drive of the game. Eli lays up an absolute dime to Odell because he blew by Josh Norman and Odell just dropped it. I still think of that because if he caught that pass, the Giants would have won that game off the Well, did the Odell same thing in Green Bay too, so he did, and that was more important, but yeah. Bobby, who's yours? What did he do in 2016? I was very proud of Big Blue VCR for playing that clip today. Yeah, yeah, we just talked about that. Yeah, yeah. Odell's a loser, always will be. Go ahead, Bobby, sorry. Wow, I'm the only person who hasn't slandered Odell so far on this podcast. I'm not going to. Um, so I hated the Red Sox in the early 2000s, but I didn't have a player that I just really hate. Like, I hated... Uh, Nomar uh, Garcia-Para, par- partly because the Dick Jeter versus Nomar conversations, but I, there, I just didn't feel that hatred. Hockey, there's no that Surprisingly for the Giants, I haven't found that player that I just flat out hate. Really, and I, 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 I it's Joel, Joel Embiid. Wow. I hate Joel Embiid. Wow. He's a crybaby. He talks all this shit. Like, he talks more shit than any player in the NBA. The one time he did get into a scuffle, he looked like a huge pussy. Like, Carl Anthony yeah. Towns took him down, and then he's celebrating. Like, he's never been in a fight in his life. Talks all this shit. Literally was crying, bawling tears. And the motherfucker's never left the second round of the Eastern Conference player playoffs. He's n- not once left the second round of the Eastern Conference playoffs. That's with having James Harden. That's with having good teams around him, not by himself. And that's with them choking. Versus the Hawks two years ago, flat out choke. This past year versus the Heat, did they choke? No, the Heat were just a clearly better team than them. I can't stand Joel Embiid. And he's from Philly. Yeah, I just, I, I can't stand him. Like that's. That's a very good underrated hate right there. Yeah. And remember remember when he was doing uh, 
I think it was maybe like maybe right before the pandemic and he was doing the, everybody was like, you know, when the home crowd like quiets down, when you get to the foul line and he's like, like this, like trust the process. And he wound up missing a free throw, like a huge. That's a good one. I like that. I'm going to find. Oh, too many Pringles. I I did. I did hate uh, Joel during the 2019 Nets playoff run. I did that. Because he was just being so annoying that year. Um, let's see if I can find. I I wrote. Uh, so remember after he cried in those playoffs. Um, after they lost to the Raptors. Why do so Philly players cry? Some kid like wrote a letter, like "I love you" and blah blah blah. I can't find it, but I wrote a like a letter making it look like a kid, and I was like, "Why did you cry? And you're a pussy, and you didn't <laughs> like you have never won. Maybe I have it in my camera roll." I doubt it. Let me take. Let me give me fifteen, ten seconds to look. Ten. No, but I will. I will say that, that Joel Embiid is a massive, massive pussy. Uh, I, I. This dude. is a very underrated good hate. Justin, who was your hate? Deshaun Jackson. Yes. <laughs> Danny King. Who was yours? Josh Norman. Okay, it's fair. You don't want it to be like Adam Wainwright because Carlos Beltran was left on his knee. I mean, I do not like Adam Wainwright. Uh-huh. And I mean, I just, the, the hatred I have towards Josh Norman. You do just, understand Mets and Cowboy fans are the same people, right? No, we're not. Don't even compare us to those losers okay. down in Oh, okay. So, that, so when they, so wait, when we're, Cowboy, wait, we're no, like no, no, Cowboys. No, 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 no. Why don't you, you shut the fuck up for a second? No, 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 no. Because in September, when the Cowboy fans are Super Bowl champions in April, the Mets are World Series champions. You are so stupid. You don't even know what you're talking about. Right I now. talk like Cowboys fans all the time. Is my voice cracked like I'm still we? 15 years old? We? You, we? Yes, you, you Yankee fans. They sound just me? like Cowboys okay, fans. Okay, me? I mean, well, sorry. Not you because you you are the one guy that understands the Yankees are ass just like Garrett Cole with the waste of a contract he was given by you guys. Correct, correct. But you are part of the we that does it. I only acknowledge fact. You Yankees fans live in delusional. Not you. Danny, Every I other have Yankee bookmarked tweets land. that you're saying the Mets are going to win the World Series. And it's going to be great when they do win. You're going okay, to show well, the world well, how- well, when it's not, I guarantee you're not going back to college because you're going to be in a ground because you're going to kill yourself. <laughs> I found the letter. <laughs> great. Oh, what's the letter? Well, it's I don't a dear Joel Embiid. Edit that out. It, it pretended it's, you know, like a kid being a 76 fan. It said... Dear Joel Embiid, you were my favorite basketball player. You can't get out of the semifinals and cry like a baby. You talk so damn much and haven't won a damn thing. It's embarrassing, and you should grow up. Maybe practice with NBA players and stop shooting threes instead of talking. And then I drew a little picture, and it said 76ers get Anthony Davis. Uh, Pelicans get Joel Embiid. And it said from Bobby. Lovely. Uh, that was so nice. The show can't get us canceled. It, 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 it next question. Like sixth grade work. <laughs> There's more questions. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think there more. is, man. This is good. This is the longest Fourth of July mailbag ever. We got, oh <laughs> we got two more. Just just snuck another one in here. In a hypothetical world where Bobby and Justin had to be roommates in a New York City apartment, each of you pick what your favorite and least favorite things would be about living together. I'm also going to make me and Snacks roommates in this situation, and just like the death that would happen. <laughs> but just so for fun, Bobby Justin, what would be the least favorite thing about? I forgot to think about this and one. Favorite, I, I have mine. Go for it. I'm a very 
emotional person and I need to like check in and I need to like know like if there's something wrong I like I like need to know like what's happening so it's like if you have a like if somebody has an issue with me it's like well just fucking tell me like just don't don't like pity pout or don't like be passive aggressive or anything like that and Bobby sometimes I have to like get it out of him if there's like something if there's like something wrong so that's what it would be is I would be bugging Bobby about like what am I doing that's bothering you what am I doing that's bothering you Bobby's gonna be like there's nothing and then we would fight over that um, but this is as a roommate, you know. Um, oh well, yes, as a roommate, like there, as as like, like not you're living, living in the same room, like living in the same house, like you can kind of do your own thing as roommates. No, but it all it all happen. Are it, you, are you? That kind of like, stuff happens. I think you're pro- like you're a pretty clean person, not leaving dishes in the sink and stuff, right? No, especially <laughs> if I if I have to, if I have to be clean, I I will be. Like, you, I was pretty ste- clean in college. Would you never had a roommate, but I've had bad roommates, man, and it's the worst thing in the world. What like, mean, stealing. I've, I've, I lived in college for how many years? I had roommates that for four count. years like, straight. You're not- what do you mean it doesn't count? Oh, yes, no, it does it count. Does. Did yeah. you have, like, like, people stealing food, paying bills late? Like, um, I don't know. Honestly, we were at an hour and 35, and I, I don't even have a good answer for this question. <laughs> Which is a good thing. Like, I can't think of something immediately that would annoy me about Justin as a roommate. So that's yeah, a good I, thing. I feel like Justin may be the most ideal roommate yeah, honestly. of all time. Yeah? Yeah. Well, as I don't long think... as you, As long as you aren't, like, a just like a... A pig? Yeah, as long as you're not a pig and you don't steal, like, food from me and pay bills on, on time, you know, that's really all I need for a roommate. The issue is I've never had a fucking roommate who has done all of those three things. Exactly. So, Danny, if me and you were roommates, I think we'd last about three days. Yeah, I mean, like, well, maybe even less. I don't know. Well, how, it depends would... on the season. Yeah, that um, is true. Yeah. In April, it wouldn't last more than 24 hours. No, because I would just try and smack you silly until yeah. you realize how stupid you are. Exactly. But with respect, uh, of course. All, 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 always respect. Only respect. Uh, final question comes from Brett Brooks at Brett. At Brooks Bread. Oh, that he threw it for a twist right Every there. Every single name. No, I <laughs> I got Brett Brooks from us. We even made a joke when he signed up his Patreon as how like of an American name that is he's like and Jeff Danny can't get that one right. <laughs> uh what's each of your favorite shows to binge? Do I even have to answer this? I, I know. Yeah. This is an easy one. Sopranos for you, right? Pick a second yeah. one though, because Sopranos is so easy. Yeah. Uh that's can I that's guess? Good. Go Twenty four. Yes. Yes. Can oh, you guys I, guess my I, first? Very good. I think I know Justin. King of the Hill. Trailer Park Boys. Oh, yes. Trailer Park. Trailer Park Boys. Easy. My second would be Old Cops. You just Ooh, the old cops. Not like, the new yeah. cops. Old cops. Yeah, old with, cops. Like, mustaches, grainy video. Those those episodes are great. What you gonna do? Justin, Snacks. You can, can, do you, can you guess mine? I feel like I know Justin's. Uh, you know what? We've should... talked about this. Yeah, I, I know we have. It's not like I'm giving you five seconds. Uh shit! It's gonna bother me. Go ahead. Say lost. It. Lost. I knew it. Was lost. I knew it. Yes. I knew it. And how many said... times have I ripped you for hate for like? Yes. Yes. Oh like, uh, yeah! ABC I knew it. Show. Damn it! Damn it! I knew love it. Lost. For me, it's uh Narcos on All Netflix. Right, and the I love that show. <laughs> no, nar- no, actually, Danny's right. Uh, Narcos is a great show. Narcos is a great show. I remember Bobby actually watched Narcos Mexico first instead of the original Narcos. So he was very confused about some of the characters. 
There's a couple. There's a couple good shows out there though. I like uh. The, yeah, you, Narcos is great. You guys, Danny like, was like, watch the Mexico one too, and I was like, I, that's the one I watched, and <laughs> I, I've wa- I've actually watched both of those, both Narcos twice through. You guys probably like uh, you probably like Rescue. Rescue is really good. Um, sounds anarchy. Probably. Do you guys watch Stranger Things? No, I haven't watched. I heard it's very yeah. Justin, you watch Stranger Things? Yeah, I, I'm a, I'm a big fan actually. It took me a lot of convi- today. Is the, the it's back the finale? Yeah, it's like is we're recording. It, we're recording. We're about to end this at nine p.m. So hopefully it's Eastern Standard Time that it does go live. I have a feeling it's not. Oh, it's a hundred percent. It's gonna be. It's gonna be three a.m. our time. Twelve. 12 midnight for the West Coast. So it's back on Friday. So I'm excited Here's, for that. Justin, it, Justin, you're a strange dude. It, I watch it. I I'm watch Stranger Things. I'm, I'm waiting for this. I, I took to me. Drop before you it's, start. it's about it's it's called Stranger Things one. And it's about like weirdo shit. And it took <laughs> oh, me. So you, so you know me. You know yeah, me. I, I'm right. stereotypical when it comes to shows. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, I'm not watching that. Like it took a lot of convincing for me to watch it and then when i did watch it I was like i'm, I'm hooked on this it was show good. so snacks you would enjoy it yeah i've heard it's really good um i am planning to watch it after i finish peaky blinders the last season of peaky mm. blinders i watched the first 10 minutes of peaky blinders and i'm like not for me yeah you gotta you gotta go into it a little bit more it's i know very, i know i didn't i didn't good. give it the, i didn't give it a chance but i just it's I don't ve- know. yeah it's very good it's like breaking bad where like the first season is like just Blech. I love Breaking Bad. Yeah, Did you finish then, it yet, Justin? Well, it was my second time through, so yes, I oh, finished I it. Oh, I thought that was your first time watching. And it. I am now watching Better Call Saul, and I'm I'm in it. I, oh, I hated dude, Better Call is, Saul. I didn't finish it. No, this it, is the it, it, third oh, time. This is the third time that I am trying to watch Better Call Saul, but I'm in it now, and I'm not getting out of it. Dude, I, Justin, tell me I'm wrong. What season are you in? I'm on season one. I got to get through okay, season all right, one. All right, all right. After like season, I would say the middle of season two, yes, it takes a while, but Better Call Saul is phenomenal. Phenomenal. It might, it's not better than Breaking Bad. That break, there's only one show better than Breaking Bad, but Better Call Saul is unbelievable. It's that good. All right. That's an episode. I said my, I said my piece, Chrissy. That's our uh, Sopranos is a great show, by the way, too. Sopranos is one of the shows that I can I've watched only one time through, and I actually remember a lot about it. If I watch the show one time through, I forget a lot of stuff. Uh, like I remember a lot of moments from. That's Sopranos. what makes it the greatest of all time. All right, we appreciate you guys. I, you guys thought this episode was long. The next one's <laughs> going to be longer. It's our best of Giants <laughs> podcast. So uh, enjoy your guys Fourth of July. I love doing this podcast every single year. Uh, so we'll we'll be doing it again next year. Maybe we'll try and shorten it and give people a better chance of listening nah, to it next I year. We, I think we should make it a little bit longer. But Justin, Bobby, thank you for having us. No, nope, thank you guys. Time. Thank Have you, Danny King. Thank you, Justin. I think Danny, you might be on the next podcast we record because over unders are coming up. Oh, um, so we'll we'll see. Uh, so we're gonna take a week off, but we're not having no content. So make sure to listen to the best of podcasts and uh, an episode. And you're gonna hear from Snacks too, uh, uh, extra bleeding blue on the Talking Giants channel. So, Ooh. all right, we'll enjoy you guys Fourth of July. Have a good one. Be safe. Do a ton of fireworks. Be yes. dangerous with them, but don't hurt okay. yourself. We'll mm. see you on Tuesday. Until then, let's go big blue. <laughs> <laughs>